Hare Krishna, everyone. This is Achyuta Bhava from Nightlight Astrology, and today is Bhakti Wednesday. So we're going to continue looking at the Sri Shikshastakam, which is a famous prayer in the Bhakti Yoga tradition that we have been looking at verse by verse. There's eight total verses. Uh, you don't necessarily have to listen to the series in order, but I, I recommend going back and listening to the other episodes regardless, just because then you'll get the kind of a full picture of the prayer. Um, one of the things that's so unique about this prayer is this is an avatar of God, an incarnation of Krishna within the Bhakti tradition named Lord Chaitanya, who's actually praying this prayer. And um, that makes it unique because it's, it's interesting to think about how God prays. Um, one of the reasons that Lord Chaitanya incarnates uh, in in the um, Kali Yuga is also to teach people the importance of mantra meditation. So he's a really, you know, really fascinating teacher. And this prayer is the one thing, the one written thing that he left behind um, outside of, you know, his teachings, which his disciples uh, transmitted. Um, so it's interesting to think about an, an avatar praying. It, it gives you the sense that pray, prayer is something that even God enjoys, that even God participates in. And it's not just something that we do in order to get something or to deal with a problem. Uh, anyway, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to chant the prayer. You can find the um, transcript of the um, prayer in the description of this video, along with a link to the musical edition that you hear me singing in case you want to listen to someone who, who can actually sing. <laughs> And I'm doing my best to get the chanting right, but um, you know I'm a work in progress, so please be patient with me, especially if you know uh, Sanskrit um, and Bengali better than I do. Anyway, um, so here's the prayer. We're, I'm going to chant it out loud, all eight verses. And then today we're going to break down the sixth verse and do some reflecting on that verse in particular. <clears throat> so here's the Sri Shikshastakam. Cheto Darpanamarjanam. Bhava Mahadavagni Nirvapanam Shreya Kairava Chandrika Vitarinam Vidyavadu Jeevanam Anandam Buddhivardanam Pratipadam Purnamrita Svadanam Sarvatma Snapanam Param Vijayate Shri Krishna Sankirtanam Nam Namakardi Bahuda Nija Sarva Shaktis Tatrapita Niyamita Smarane Nakalaha Etadrasi Tavakripa Bhagavan Mamapi Turdaivam Idrisam Ehajani Nanuragaha Trinarapi Sunichena Tarorapi Sahisnuna Amanina Manadena Kirtaniya Sadahari Nadaram Najanam Nasundarim Kavitamba Jagarishakamaye Mamajan Mani Jan Mani Ishvare Bhavatad Bhaktira Hai Tukitvai Ayinanda Tanunja Kinkaram Patitam Mam Vishame Bhavam Budau Kripayata bapara pankaja, shtitaduli sadrisam vichintaya, nayanam galadashudaraya, vadanam gagadarudaya gira, ulagir nichitam vapukada, tapanama grahaneva vishati, 
Yugyayatam nimishena, Chakshusha pravrishayatam, Shunyayatam jagat sarvam, Govinda virahe name, Ashlishabaparatam pinashtumam, Adarshanam marmahatam karotuva, Yatatata va vidahatu lampato, Mat prananatas tu sa evana paraha. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama Hare Hare Gaur Premanandi Hari Bhumano So the sixth verse today My dear Lord when will my eyes be beautified by the by filling with tears that constantly glide down as I chant your holy name when will my voice falter and all the hairs on my body stand erect in transcendental happiness as I chant your holy name? <clears throat> this is one of my favorite verses of the prayer itself. And um, I'm not sure why the, the second piece didn't come through. Uh, hold on, let me just, uh, I'll actually put it in so that we can make sure that we see it. Um, I want to make sure it's up on the screen. Here it is. This is the second piece of it right here. So I'll read it again and I'll go back through it. I'll put the verse on the screen. Sorry about that. My dear Lord, when will my eyes be beautified by filling with tears that constantly glide down as I chant your holy name? When will my voice falter and all the hairs on my body stand erect in transcendental happiness as I chant your holy name? It's a beautiful verse, and I'll never forget when I was in Mayapur, which is the place of... Um, it's a, place where Lord Chaitanya, this avatar is called the golden avatar of the Kali Yuga, uh, was said to be born and um, in Navadweep and then in Mayapur, the, these are sacred places for, you know, uh, pilgrims to visit. Uh, sacred places are sometimes called holy doms, which um, is a beautiful way of talking about the transcendental energy that holy places carry. It's also said that each person who devotes their heart and soul to the divine is themselves a dom, a place of pilgrimage. And you can tell when you're with or spend time with um, people who really love and care about the divine, there's something about them that makes you feel like you're on a pilgrimage or you're in a holy place just by being around them or spending time with them. Anyway, um, <clears throat> Uh, when I was in Mayapur, which I've been there a few times, and when I was there, um, I'll never forget the first night that I went out dancing and singing in the streets. Kirtan, something that Lord Chaitanya taught and promoted all around um, West Bengal, 
was, you know, literally taking to the streets and singing and dancing and, you know, banging on drums and chanting the names of God in unison with other people. And just, you know, it's like a, like a parade, a parade of love bombs going off, you know? And I remember when I first participated in this in Mayapur in the streets, as there were, there was an elephant carrying, um, some of the deities around so that they could come out and, uh, see the the holy places which is a really neat tradition and uh there was just that the streets were packed i mean it was like a mosh pit and everyone was jumping and singing and it was close to the full moon i think because i remember the moon was almost full or about full and i remember all i was so ecstatic and absorbed in the chanting um that the hairs on my arms and my back of my neck uh, stood on end like you know that that just that goosebump feeling and all my hairs stood on end and I remember having read this prayer previously with a yoga teacher back in the states and thinking that's you know it sounds a little cheesy like oh I'm just gonna go love God until my hairs stand on end you know <laughs> like I don't know I guess I I'm cynical by nature and probably that's not a very great quality in me but I I just couldn't believe it when I was singing and dancing in the streets that I actually felt everything standing on end. And I was like, the ecstasy was so overwhelming. And I haven't had a ton of, I'm not going to lie and tell you I have those moments all the time or something, but occasionally when I'm doing my daily mantra meditation, that does happen. And, you know, whatever kind of prayer we bring into our life, whatever kind of meditation I think it's important to recognize that what, what's so unique about the bhakti tradition is that it's not about control. Like some meditation practices really, um, you know, consciously or unconsciously, we tend to think about meditation anyway as something that's about controlling the mind, controlling the thoughts, not letting emotions overwhelm, especially negative ones or negative or destructive states of mind or something like that. Uh, and there's a lot of emphasis placed on becoming more self-controlled, more disciplined. And all of that's good. Like mindfulness is very similar, becoming mindful of your actions, um, the way you do something, the tone of your voice. But this verse is about ecstasy. Let's read it again. My dear Lord, when will my eyes be beautified by filling with tears that constantly glide down as I chant your holy name? When will my voice falter and all the hairs on my body stand erect in transcendental happiness as I chant your holy name. We're talking about ecstatic love of God or of source. We're not, we're not talking about um, just mindful, peaceful control. And I, I'm not, nothing against those states either. Those are also, there's, but there's many different kinds of moods and emotions. Bhakti is really the science of spiritualizing every different kind of human emotion and experience that there is, you know, mentally and emotionally, how do we start to see and feel God through different states? And this is important because I think for us to be truly happy in our lives, there has to be some spaces for spiritual ecstasy. Now it can get a little, you know, I grew up in the church and I am no stranger to Pentecostal Holy Roller stuff. I went to a Baptist college where there was praise and worship services on Sunday night and people got, people got down, you know, people, people spoke in tongues and people rolled around sometimes and, you know, danced. And I mean, I've, I've seen that stuff in, in the Christian space and 
sometimes it feels like a spectacle. It feels theatrical. It feels like people are saying, look at me, look at how powerfully possessed by spiritual ecstasy I am, you know, and there's the, maybe the cynic in me again, being very judgmental. But even Jesus said, you know, don't be like the hypocrites who pray out on the streets for everyone to see, you know, talk to God in the private and in, in see in secret. But there is also this space in every religious and spiritual tradition on the planet, as far as I can tell, that is about entering into ecstasy, whether it's privately chanting or in prayer or through music or dance or rhythm. It's about feeling some kind of passionate, burning ecstasy. You could be crying something. I've had this happen while chanting and in kirtans where something is so powerful. You feel it so deeply. It, and, it's, and it evades categorization. It's just a feeling of connection to something that's in us and bigger than us, that's the littlest thing and the biggest thing all at once, and you feel it so intensely that you cry or you laugh or you're sad, but you're so happy that you're sad. It's difficult to describe. This verse seems to get at the heart of that, that here, and that what's so powerful about this verse, the thing that really gets me high, you know, is understanding that this is God praying this prayer. That here is God in avatar form desiring that state. It's not, in other words, that state is not one about worship the supreme sky God with the, you know, it's, and then feel ecstatic because isn't the supreme sky God so great? You know, there's something about this that even God wants to experience this ecstasy of the, the transcendental multidimensional divinity. And even, even God is like, yes, let's get it. Let's get in there together and sing and dance. This is, a, a, it's like God is trying to take us into what, if, if God could say something, I imagine God saying in, in this verse through a, Lord Chaitanya praying this, I love this, this, the, who I am at my core is a group of people or uh, uh, two lovers or friends getting together and feeling ecstatic joy and happiness and connection. So, and there's many other experiences. Spiritually speaking, there's a huge variety of different kinds of experiences we have. But here's God saying, even I love to just jam out. It's like, I like a good spiritual rock concert kind of experience. I'm a uh, you know, I'm a hair band from the 80s with an anthem rock song that, you know, just just waiting to grip your soul. Step into it. And of course, there's there's peace, there's quiet, there's control, there's silence. Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita says that I'm too I am too many different qualities to list because I'm everything. But I love that in this prayer there is the intense desire to to join in ecstasy with God. And we have to make sure we bring that into our lives because real joy comes from our ability to tap into that kind of joy. The ability to laugh really deep from your heart. It comes from whether or not you're able to find spiritual laughter in maybe in little places. It doesn't have to be, you know, the big like dancing in the streets with elephants or whatever. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so where do we find that? And I hope that you'll find that in whatever way that you try to connect with the divine every day. And it should be every day. Because every day that we practice something spiritually, trying to connect to our divine source, every day that we do that, and for me, you know, it's mantra meditation, that's it. But in these holy names that Lord Chaitanya is actually talking about that I 
chant. Um, if you go back, there's a, a video where I explain the very mantra meditation practice that I perform in the Bhakti videos called Easy Practices of Surrender Mantra Meditation. Take it up, check it out, try it for yourself. See what it's like. I've heard many emails from people who've taken it up after doing that video and they'll, they'll email me being like, I was sobbing. And the best kind of sobbing. But we need a little bit of that. We need a little holy roller. You, you, we, you know, and not in some huge hierarchical differentiation between ourselves and God falling over and worshiping the Supreme. It's no, we need to enter into this multifaceted diamond of divine beauty where even God is in there dancing. And we need to get in into that space. So I hope that you feel that encouragement and that you're able to find a little bit of that transcendental um, bliss uh, because it really helps in every area of our life uh, when it you can see it spill over and and help you in so many different ways. All right, well, that's what I've got for today, the sixth verse of the Sri Shikshastakam. We will return next week for the seventh. Happy Bhakti Wednesday. I hope you're all doing well. Hare Krishna.